I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Hey, Katie, did you know that you should go for a routine dental hygiene visit every six to nine months? Kind of, but does everyone have to do that? Our friends at Family Dental Center told me that every six to nine months is ideally how often you should see your hygienist, but it varies depending on a person's oral health. Having a routine dental hygiene visit will help remove calculus and tartar buildup, provide early cavity detection, catch small issues before they become major treatment, and screen for oral cancer. Oh, so going for routine dental hygiene checks helps with your overall health, plus keeps your teeth looking fresh and clean. Exactly. You can book your dental hygiene appointment by visiting Family Dental Center in Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg at FamilyDentalCenter.com. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDCFamily. Hi, my name is Holly Amon, and you may remember me from episode 36, or maybe you've seen my Instagram or Facebook post. I am the owner and head health, fitness, and mindset coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I started my fitness journey after spending years restricting, dieting, and binging, and then I was like, no, no more of that, and began focusing on getting strong, gaining muscle, and fostering a healthy relationship with food and fucking loving myself. I know firsthand the struggle of trying to be comfortable in your body and navigate the sea of fitness influencers, advertisements, and messages being thrown at you from all over the world. Over the past three years, I have dedicated myself to helping others reach their level of fitness success in a way that reflects sustainability for them. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a and click the link in my bio for more information. You ready? Am I? Hmm. (laughs) This is intro number two. If you listened last week... You would have heard, if you listened all the way to the end, which I don't know if you guys do. Some people do. We are literally recording this right after the last. Because technically, I'm off right now. You will be off. Technically. I'm making her do this now because I don't want her to come into work next week. I'm not going to come into work, but I'm going to like sit in my bed and like build out things that I haven't had time. Like creative things. Well, okay. So there's certain things I want to do. Like I want to have Giphy stickers on for Instagram stories. Oh, that's cool. I want to have like things like that. Like I want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, but it's like during we my work time, day, yeah. I don't have time. Sometimes I'll feel like I'm doing something at work that is part of my job, but mm-hmm. it's not the most important part of my job. Yep. I was doing it this morning and I, I knew I had to do it, but it just wasn't that important. I was like, if someone walked in and saw what I was doing, they probably wouldn't realize this is part of my job. Yeah. But so I get, I get like in my own head about it. Yeah. I'm like, like I shouldn't be doing this right now, but I'm I do making need a to guide do it. on how to use Reddit. But that's we. But it's like it. okay, like shoot, dropped your phone. Dropped, no, it's a microphone. Oh, what? My, oh, I see. I was like, what? I put microphone? my hand on it to like rest my hand on something. No Which balancing pro- tonight, today. Oh my god, ever. <laughs> Actually, I was sailing yesterday. It was really windy, um, and I almost fell off the boat. Like I also almost got hit by like so on a sailboat. There's the boom, which is the piece that comes out and hmm. like moves back and forth okay with the sail yeah we did a turn that like means the boom swings across really hard and usually I, I'm like really low but I was clearly not paying attention and all I hear is like dog and apparently I really only almost got smashed in the head so fun yeah question number what seven fun but I think that one would have really fucked you up yeah that would have been rough and then yeah it was really windy so I kept almost like falling I would 100% be in the water the entire time. Yeah. It's it's fine. I'm I'm in pain today. We did win. So. Oh. 
Casually. Casually. Can, we, can people just go watch you guys race? Um, Like on a boat, yeah, or you could watch from the bridge. I don't think it's that interesting. Like I, I love, it's funny. It's more, I want to, I don't know, I have to convince my crew, which consists of my father and his friends, to let me film us during the start of a race. Mm-hmm. Because, so my dad used to, I won't say professionally, but he like, Competitively. Sail, he competitively raced sailboats and my mom when they first started dating she told me this morning she went out for a fun race with them <laughs> and <laughs> starting is never fun there's yelling there's swearing there's you're just in panic mode because you're all like sailing across this start line you can't so you're sailing back and forth until and you're trying to count down you're trying to time it perfectly and you're like trying to dodge boats um, and my mom said it was a fun race and it was not fun. She was like, I would like seriously. to get off of this boat now. And that's what you just have to prepare for is like. You need to just like GoPro cam it. Yeah. Like right at the at the top yeah. or something. I don't know how boats I was going to tape my old phone to the mast because I don't have a GoPro. But um, I think we have one in the station. Do we? Oh, yeah. okay. I'll borrow it. And hopefully they let me because it's so, I think it would just be very comical. To watch I mean, I just want to see this. Start. I don't know if other, maybe other people are chiller about it, but I don't have a lot of chill, and neither does my dad when it comes to starting. And a apparently, none of his friends. I don't know what everyone was doing behind me. I was yelling a lot. <laughs> see, I'm just like fascinated because I have no idea how any of this works. I'm like, I just want to like go watch. I can take you on a sailboat. I don't want to race. You don't have to race. Like, we, I can just take you sailing. Okay. If we can make it feel similar. Like we can do a we can you do just a fake start. And I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. And I just start crying. Oh man, I remember I did sales school. I loved sales school at the Bay of Quinn Yacht Club. It was it was unhinged though. I think people think it. It's probably a l- less unhinged now, but it was a good time. Is it though? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm sure it's great. Put your kids in sailing. There's this line because in the last episode, which we just talked about. We're like in a time 20 machine, minutes ago. But we were talking about golf, and now I'm talking about sailing. There's a line in the office. I did take golf camp. <laughs> you took golf camp? I went to golf camp for like Jesus a week. Christ. Emily um, from 95.5 always laughed at me. She's like, our childhoods were very different. I'm like, yeah, I went to Girl Guides. I didn't do Girl Guides. And art class. Mm, Once. I think I did one like art thing. I don't know. But there's a line in the office where Auntie's like, at Cornell, uh, I tried to be in with the golf crew, but I couldn't. So I hung out with the sailing group, got my nut on, and I think it's so funny. So, so are you Andy? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of the time it feels that way. <laughs> do you know how to do tie good knots? Yeah. That's hot. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think we need to start bringing back that's hot as like a response that's to hot. things. Um, I did want to ask you, like, because I've realized every week I kind of take on a new saying. Okay. Uh, this week, it, it, oh my God, what's my saying this week? I can't even think of it. Plot twist. I've been saying yeah. plot twist a lot. You have been. Um, I sent it in an email today. I was like, plot twist. Like, so if I think something's going to happen, but then my plans change, I think it's less, like, it makes me feel better to just be like, plot twist. What's your saying of the week? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. I know you, why. You'll, you'll know in a future episode yeah. why, but I've been sa- ever since we recorded that episode yeah. with those guests, I've been saying bro all the time. That's so fun. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. Is that like an ADHD thing where you start like mimicking the people around you? Maybe. Maybe it's like a, because what do you do? You like stim? Is that what it's called? Stimming? I guess so. I don't know. I'm always playing with my pop socket. Yeah, that, like I, always that like, I think is stimming. Yeah. And like I will make sounds. Yeah. Like, 
which I, I don't do it when other people are around. I'll do it when you're around yeah. if I'm comfortable. But it's like I think it's just like getting out energy or like I never hear them. Maybe I don't know. In my car, I'll like sing. I'll be like, I'm getting out of the car. And oh, then I'm like, why yeah. am I doing? that? I do that all the time. Yeah, be like make it into a song. Yeah, I'm gonna be fine. <laughs> Yeah, I say that, but I don't know if I believe it. Never fine. Actually, I'm doing okay this week. Last week was a rough one. I think this week has been a lot easier than the last three weeks. The last three, I think we were going through some some things. You know what's funny, though, is like, I don't think we've ever been through something that's work-related that's that was so chaotic before. Like in all your time here? Well, I've never had someone to go through something like that, like with me. Oh, Yeah. But I think that's the first time something like really big and serious has happened that was work related and we were both going through it. Yeah. And we were like, what, what do we do? This All of a sudden this week, it's like a calm because I, I think there like was so many unknowns. We're talking about we've talked about it before, but we were we were trying to troubleshoot, like getting the news getting blocked. Yeah. And, and now it's like, OK, I've done everything I can do. Yeah. And this is what it is. Yeah. It is. It is what it is. I think we came to the realization. There's. There's only. So, we can't fix it. There's only so much we can do. We can just troubleshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Because I talked to two other people that work. One of them is a like a head honcho guy. Mm-hmm. He's on our board. Um, oh yeah. For uh, another radio station group, like an independent group, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't know what we're doing." Everyone's on the same page. And I was like, "Cool." And then I talked to another on-air host out in Alberta, and she's like, "Yeah, we got nothing." Yeah. Everyone's doing the same. So just keep going in Quinty.ca. We appreciate it. Actually, you know what? Funny story. CBC did an article um, like yesterday about how the Beaverton got blocked. Oh. And it was like outrage. And then Facebook unblocked them. But there's also like a university station in Toronto that like doesn't do news. It's only ever music. Their page got blocked. And did they fight it? They're appealing it, but Facebook's not getting back to them. And they're just kind of like, listen, we literally just play alternative. We're like a university radio yeah. station. There's like no, but there's a whole article about it, how Facebook's like blocking um, certain pages that aren't actually news. Yeah. It's like whatever their algorithm is, is just. Yeah. I can't even think about it anymore. No, I'm pretty much over it yeah, at this I'm point. Pretty over it. I don't want to ever talk about it again. No, we're done. Um, this week's episode, though. Super fun. Uh, do you know who it is? No. It's Ash. Okay. Yes. Yeah. This week's episode, great time. We've heard, we've known about him for ever. Ever. Um, I think Stephanie brought him up. Like you've known of him, but I like yeah. first heard of him on Stephanie. Stephanie from Mops Inc. told yeah. us because she worked with Ash. Um, and we met him in in the station like a, a couple station, weeks yeah. ago, now that we're in a time machine. And just so fun. Honestly, it's like, I feel like you'll hear it in the episode, but I think connecting with other creatives, people who make content, like not even just content, people who make things or create things like, I think that is something that we need more of. I just, I want, I think I need more people of those kinds of people in my life Mm -hmm. to one, be able to get an unbiased opinion from two, to just like bounce ideas off of and I yeah. think just, just collaboration gets and it too, like gets what you're trying to do and gets all the rules. Yeah. I think I felt super validated, validated. after this conversation mm-hmm. and um, that's why I love him. Yeah. In the friendly way. In the friendly way. He was great. Very well, it great. gets weird, I guess, at, like in a funny way, it gets weird. So K speaks French. You'll, you'll like it. <laughs> 
Let's just let them listen. You should listen to this. It's really good. The French part's great. <laughs> it's great. Okay, bye. We met our next guest for the first time in person while he was taking a tour of our offices. Then we toured his studio. And now he's here. Does that mean we're best friends now? Because I think so. I've always wondered what people think about when they go on runs. And for Ash Merle, it was amp visual media. What a show off. In all seriousness, though, Ash has assembled a team of ridiculously talented people to create some of the most compelling visual media assets for clients like Mops Inc., The United Way, Quinnylicious, Discover Belleville, and the Belleville Senators. So, babes of Quinny, please welcome Ash Merle. Is it Merle? Okay. <laughs> See? Director and creative lead at Amp Visual Media. Hi. Hi. Last names are hard. I don't Especially because I'm an Englishman. So Merle. Yeah, Merle. <laughs> it's just like, we try to get our last name as quick as possible. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's Merle. It, it's actually two Some, syllables, but we're going to try to make it one. Yeah, exactly. And so, is, so I was born in England. Yeah. Right? And so my actual name is Ashley Merle. Love it. And so my actual, my full name is Ashley. But when I came over to Canada, it was so abnormal for a male to be called Ashley. Mm-hmm. I ended up just shorting it to Ash just because I got sick and tired of picking up the phone. And people would be like, oh, can I speak to Ashley? And I'm like, yeah, speaking. And they're like, no, to Ashley. Yeah. It's like, that's me. And like, oh, that's me. are you sure? It's like, no, yeah. no I'm not think sure. About it. I used to just get really pissed. And so I was like, when no. did you move here? I moved here 21 years ago. I was 21 when I moved to Canada. I was, I was trying to do math. I was like, how yeah. old do 42. I think he is? 42. Yeah. Oh, why? Sorry. I like, I'm not going by the questions, but I know, but I want to ask, okay, the, first ask one. the first one. Then I'll we have a back. very important first question that we ask all of our guests. Okay. What's your favorite potato chip? I. Okay, so I really don't like snacks. What? Are you okay? But (laughs) now I will say, I thought I I liked you. (laughs) I think it's because I don't know my, I didn't know my snacks well enough. Okay. So I recently have found. Um, like tandoori flavor or masala flavor. Yeah. We were just talking like, about these. They're amazing. Yeah. And you can pick them up at the Desi Market easily, or yeah. you can pick them up at like the Sammy's down the road there. Um, yeah. Uh, New Way Convenience. Yeah. And he does them sometimes. And they, are those good. get to my heart. So, like, those are those my are snacks good. of choice. Well, do you know what? I, so, in the UK, mm-hmm. when you order French fries or chips, chips, yeah. You can get like a curry sauce. Like, that's a normal. Yes. Which and is so different. So cool. And you can actually buy those kind of curry sauces pretty easily locally. Really? They're, yeah, they're like little tabs. You get like the Japanese curry sauce. Just make one of the sauces and you can dip your chips in it. Yeah. You make like, like a English poutine, which is basically just pouring it. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. in Thailand and we made friends with like these British guys and they got so excited when they saw like chips with curry. They got yeah. pumped. Yeah. That's like, that's heaven right there. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think we've ever had that We'll answer. have to try it. Okay, well, I mean, that's probably what I'm going to do this afternoon. Yeah. Because I eat ice cream for breakfast, so. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're having chips for lunch. Ice cream for breakfast. Oh. Yeah. We, we got blizzards delivered. Okay. Um, it's like miracle day, right? So yeah, miracle, miracle treat day, day. So at Dairy Queen. what blizzard did you get? I had, well, I don't know. They just gave us a bunch of, like, mini sizes. Like, there's, yeah, what like, kind do you th- think you ate? I ate score. Oh, okay. For sure. Um, so if you want ice cream after this, we, we got a cream. blizzard for you. <laughs> we've, got, we've got a milkshake for you now. <laughs> it's not freezer. Right? <laughs> yeah. I am. Um, okay. So you have a bachelor of. A baccalaureate electrotechnique. Which is not so, about genies. <laughs> I might have grown up in France for some of my time. So Who are you? I know. It's kind of weird. And the further I get away from it, the less, like, novel it is. But then mm-hmm. when I tell people, they're like, oh, my God. So I was born in England. Okay. okay. Lived there till I was about 13. Okay. Moved to France. Casual. Lived there till I was 21. And okay. then came over here. Why did you come here? 
I think at the beginning it was just because my parents were here and I just needed a break and needed a change mm-hmm. from France. And then when I got over here, I was like, oh, cool, everyone speaks English, which, I mean, I spoke English and yeah. French at that point, so I was like, that's easy enough. I thought mm-hmm. everybody spoke French here, too. <laughs> Not so much. Canada. I also thought that everyone lived in log cabins, which was like uh, the That's European... a commonest misconception. Oh, it's brutal. Log cabins? Yeah, or like yeah. there's moose everywhere. Yep. I mean, so I've never seen I grew moose. up that was like you totally did, yeah. on brand. Timmins, baby. <laughs> Timmins. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So I mean, where when I came over here, the understanding of Canada just wasn't there. And okay. so when I came here to visit, we landed in Toronto, and I was like, "Oh, they have like cities here." <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of the yeah. largest cities in the world. Yeah. It's like yes, it was yeah. there. So we end up going across and visiting Ontario, and I loved yeah. it. And I was like, I want to spend more time here. It was nice. It wasn't too cold because mm-hmm. when we were in the summer, it was like. 38 degrees yeah. at the time and so yeah. I'm like wearing a light sweater and jeans going this is nice temperature <laughs> and then winter hit I was like oh shit and so I was actually considering leaving Canada at that point because I'm like it's just too cold when you came here first did you go to Quebec no I actually landed in, in, in oh you landed in Toronto yeah. and then you lived yep. in this area okay yeah. where'd you go to this French university so I went to in Angoulême which is in the Charente which is like <laughs> that sounds bougie. It's not that bougie. Okay. It's kind and of you like, can say anything in French, and it sounds yeah, bougie. Like, exactly. Like I can be like, "J'aime les pamplemousses dans mes fesses," and exactly. you'd be like, "Are yeah, we girl. dating And now? I'd be like, Ooh, "Am I putting spicy. grapefruit in your butt?" Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, "That <laughs> is that what you said?" Yes. <laughs> But it sounded so romantic. It did. Like, I was like, we're about, honestly, in my mind, I was like, are we about to fuck? And clearly we were. You were going to put great food in my butt. So that's where my brain is. Here we go. What are we doing? How long are we? We're nine minutes in. Perfect. Uh, (laughs) It's like, and we're done. (laughs) No, it's just getting started. Um, French is a beautiful language. I've never been able to speak it. They tried to take me out of French because I couldn't read or write English properly. So that's where I'm at. Yeah. You're still laughing. Oh, she's killing herself. Did I make you blush? She's got the visuals in her mind. It's been a morning. I'm like picturing the whole... Don't picture that. (laughs) Ew. No. No. And I'm like, no, that would hurt. Um, and like <laughs> tangy, like the ass. Ew, uh, stop. No I'm more. loving these like little, like she's going deeper into this rabbit hole right now. Yeah. Welcome to my she's brain. She's spiraling. This is why you guys need video. Oh, God. Oh, this goodness. is why we don't have video This is yet. amazing. Oh, like, <laughs> Sometimes it gets like, it gets like a lot. Yeah. I was talking to Katie about the video situation. Yeah. And I was like, man, if we do that, like I'm showing up, I'm going to have a blanket. Doesn't matter. And I'm yeah. going to wear leggings. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not showing up differently than I show up right now. You shouldn't. So I don't think. I don't think. I don't think people, people like that. Yeah, I don't think people right? like that at all. But like, no. I just, I, I like, if I'm gonna do it, like, I want to be comfy. Yeah. Do you see this? This one, and I'm, I'm gonna probably get her name wrong. And she's kind of gone from nobody really knew her to everybody knows her in the podcast realm now. Which is, I think she's called Bobby. Okay. Have you guys heard of her? She's like super chill, laid back. And like my first thing I saw and was on a TikTok feed was her interviewing Drake. And they're like in a bed and he's like smoking like some kind of bong or something like that. And it's just like super chill conversation and just a conversation. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, who is this girl? Because then you see, you go looking for her uh, profile and she's got like tons of big name people. That's crazy. Yeah. Just like out of the blue. But she was like super chill. Yeah, it's like what Alex Cooper does is she has like this whole studio now and it's just like big comfy chairs. Like she had Chelsea Handler on Mm -hmm. and they were just smoking joints, like having a conversation. And I'm just like, that's what I want to do. Yeah. I don't but know also, if they'd let us, but maybe no, they after, definitely would. I want to do like Babes After Dark, where it just gets extra weird. That'd be fun. That'd <laughs> yeah, be I fun. think it would just like it would have to be a different podcast 
in like not related to our yeah. world. <laughs> I think I think the people that want to hear it will naturally gravitate to that. Too, yeah. Right? So you got to remember that. It's just um, not what this one is. No, I do what is, like what this What is the one. Babes of podcast? Because I'm going to absolutely tell you that I don't know too much about it. That's okay. And, and I feel bad for that. But I don't uh, actually consume that much media. Which, I don't think that we... No, I just know that <laughs> it we was born it out up. of the idea <laughs> that we knew that uh, we knew a ton of people that had really cool stories. Yeah. And we just wanted to help yeah. find a way to tell those stories. Isn't it fun? It's finding so Because like when you move to Belva, everyone's like, why are you moving to Belva? I'm like, I've moved to like three different countries and I can tell you everywhere is the same. Yeah. Right. Some oh, yeah, of them for sure. Are just, you know. Grapefruit loving people, <laughs> it's just you know, you just don't yeah. know, it's yeah. just they're just different stories, mm -hmm. and that's honestly what drew me to like just stick into one area and actually mm -hmm. build out something. Yeah, was that I think too for me. I have mental health struggles and one with media like the amount of media we consume and everyone puts their best foot forward I assumed everyone had this very linear path of how they got to where they are now and that you needed to like go into your career and then that was your path and I didn't have that experience and it was very challenging on my mental health so when I decided to come back um, I had the idea of doing a podcast called do you like that where it's just people telling us like what they do and how they got there which is what we do now yeah. Um, and Kay had a similar idea of people nice. telling us their stories, and then she had the name. So, yeah. yeah. And but, that was that. I mean, and it works. I think it has been good for I, mental it's health. The, it's the, the only podcast that I remember locally. Oh. Like, of the name. Yeah. Yeah. So, the name. Killed that us. was literally the name. Like, that was yeah. why I was like, okay, I'm, okay, it has to be a play on words mm -hmm. of something that people are going to remember. And people yeah. already know the Bay of Quinney because yep. shout out to the Bay of Quinney Regional Marketing Board yeah. for making it <laughs> such an iconic name. Yeah. Um, so, I was like, how do we use you know, what's established to yeah. also make it. I will say it's very different. And like, just put this as like a side note. Mm -hmm. I'm very good at going on tangents. So please stop. So me are we day. love a tangent. Um, it's a very interesting experience being a podcast guest because oh, like I'm sitting there lining up all these questions in my head and then I'm just sitting there like, no, yeah, just chill. And like, yeah. you know, ask yeah. a few, sure, but don't go and try to lead the podcast. No, it's like, it's, it's a, you know, it's a storyline, right? Yeah. So you're trying to build out that storyline. Mm -hmm. And there's someone who sits there and knows how the storyline rolls. And I actually just interviewed a police officer who used to be an intelligence reporter. Oh, yeah, you were telling yeah, us about yeah, Ashley, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he had a very similar kind of experience, too, where you could see him, like, keep on, like, check in, like, no, let him guide it. Because like he's <laughs> so used to guiding the conversation. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think, too, even, like, having a podcast, I, we don't speak that much. Like, it's really getting the guest to speak. So when we were on a podcast... Oh, yeah. Mindfulpreneur, I was like, oh, I have to keep talking right now and like tell you about me somewhat in a serious way. Right. Weird. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, no. it's definitely like a spotlight it shining, yeah. right? Yeah, so. no, I'm very much a, I want to not ever be seen anywhere. I want to be behind the scenes of everything. I want to have. I think that will change. Hands. I, think I don't I was like being the be center of attention. Yeah. yeah, Katie, this is Katie's thing. Like, I'm Katie's very thing. like introverted where she's kind of the so you complement each other really well yeah yeah i would say like you guys do you might meet brady well you're over yeah, yeah. yeah. so brady and i are very similar so brady's a bit more kind of quieter mm -hmm. i'm a bit more outgoing yeah so, yeah. yeah i think it works though because she does a lot of the um you you hit i, I didn't actually it. hear it so okay. that's good i hit i hit the uh, the bounce guard so. <laughs> perfect yeah. that's where everyone needs to hit the mic I think, too, you um, do really well. Kate does such good networking online, yeah. and I do better networking in person, so we balance each other really well in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just have no so. shame. I just slide into people's DMs. I'm like, sup? And I have no shame in person. I need to get better at that. 
Yeah, no, you yeah. just do it. Yeah. And people eventually either respond or they, they don't. don't. Yeah. yeah. And we'll fuck them because we're cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or I have no shame in person. I'll go up and be like, can I join your group? What are you talking about? Tell yeah. me your childhood stories. Yeah. What's your trauma? Yeah, what's What's trauma, trauma bond? <laughs> well, and it's, and it's so interesting because, and, and, you know, thanks for this tangent, but <laughs> like <laughs> mental health. Mm-hmm. has gone from being something that you never talked about, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I'm an 80s kid. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Like, the how to deal with mental health was to shut up and just deal mm-hmm. with it, right? Walk in nature. Walk, yeah, exactly. That's all it was. So, it was... Yeah, you basically shut up and you just did your thing. You know? I was and attention-seeking. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun. So, the, the thing is, though, as you get into this, right, you start to realize that the facets, are, there's just so many, right? Like, we're just coming to terms now with how how ADHD affects people mm-hmm. in life, just in general, mm-hmm. right? And here we are as adults, like, yeah. I'm un- undiagnosed, but I'm kind of sure I have based on what my daughter, who has been diagnosed with it, mm-hmm. has. And I'm just I'm like, yeah, those are, like, identical traits to what I have. Oh, so, for sure. But here are some coping mechanisms I've had to build for years and years of doing that. So yeah, I really, I love the fact that now people are talking about it. And I feel like this is why podcasts and why social media is doing so well mm-hmm. is because of the truth that's being put out there mm-hmm. versus like these kind of like Fox News frontages. Like, yeah. you know, so I, I even think in comparison again to social media is everything is so curated. Yeah. It's very real. It's, it's nice when you see someone who is genuinely just like, being themselves. Being themselves. And I think podcasts give you like an even bigger platform to do that. You guys want to do part. some crystal ball work? What's that? So where do you think social media is going to go oh, to no. get past this? To get past... To get past this curated, all done. I think it's kind of depending on like, because there's tons of creators that are now coming out of the woodwork that are yeah. super successful being themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think the curated... Thing is going to go away because like even if you just look in real life there's always people who are done up and mm-hmm. whatever I just don't I think that's just it's just a natural f- reflection of what is happening here I don't think it's going to change necessarily because okay. like if someone's presenting themselves as like a bougie curated thing like when you see them in public they're going to be that too whether or not they're that at home is up to them mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't think that that's going to change much I hope it changes, but I want it to change more. I think, I but think I don't think it's see, going to. I think we're going to see, and this is not near future, but I think, like, we're talking 10, 15 years, I think with the advancement of technology, that's a really important thing. I think we're going to see autonomous cameras. So, like, hovering cameras, basically. And I think someone's going to get the bright idea, someone like Casey Neistat, who's going to sit there and say, My life's really interesting already. Just stream it all stream the time. Stream it all the time, 24 7, streaming of someone's it. life. I hate Isn't it. Isn't that a big movie? Brother? Like, yeah, Truman Show. No, no, <laughs> like, imagine maybe something like, like that. I read. There's like this, yeah, no, so it was definitely a book I read, and it was like some young adult, like, fiction yeah. thing where the whole thing was based on being like streaming all the time. Like, so these teenage girls yes, were streaming I their think whole I've lives. Heard of this, yeah. And then one of them tried to like escape it, and it was like this big thing. And like, I don't know, she was like the top girl in all of the world. The world streams, yeah. And it was just like people would watch her sleep. Interesting, yeah. But yeah, no, it, was, it kind of touched yeah, on all very, that. And very Truman shows, right? So Black like, Mirror uh, shit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think like that... Oh, that's going to happen, I think that's sure. going to happen. And I think that's going to be where, you know, our generation are going to be like, mm, no, we're good. I think too, because... Traded was fine. <laughs> our generation, well, like, you guys are like bookend. We're both bookend millennials. Like, you guys yeah. are... Elder millennials. Here. Elder millennials. I'm a baby millennial, <laughs> but... I think, too, we grew up not having all this social media. 
So seeing how it's changed so fast is somewhat terrifying. And I yep. don't think our brains have reacted well to it. Like we've tried, but it's... Well, people aren't built to be able to consume no. this much information. No. Based, not even just like in social media, but when it comes to news, like the access to information is cool, whatever. But people aren't built to be able to take in mm -hmm. that much negative news or... I actually positive like anything. So I don't consume media on purpose yeah. because if I do, then I end up going into like negative spirals mm -hmm. yeah. the entire time. Like, oh, this person's doing this, or this person's doing this. Why mm -hmm. haven't I done that? Or, yeah, you know, and you get into that. So by removing all those things, I can actually focus on what I'm doing mm -hmm. and not worrying about other things. And so I notice that in the children too, right? So like the kids, when they get hold of social media and stuff like that too much, yeah. you can see it where they get obsessed with different things. Oh yeah. And so then it's like retracting it from. So like we're pretty strict on how much media kids can consume mm -hmm. and they sit there and they tell us this of course but at the end of the day we know in the long term it's going to help them out because when they get oh, into yeah. a job they don't need to sit there every two minutes and look at their phone yeah mm -hmm. like go and go and stand somewhere mm -hmm. and actually just stand in a line and see how many people cannot just stand in a line. no one can do i, it. Can't. I can't do it. i know i can't do just it force yourselves to do it though okay maybe that'd be really it, good for I'm my so mental health it's legit it's yeah get into that uncomfortable I know, so this is like, like my number one thing where i tell everybody I, like, but see i don't go in public <laughs> yeah. yeah oh exactly yeah so like, it's like going out in public do that uh yeah that's true though no one can stand or sit like just go and sit and have dinner by yourself. No one can I just do it read without books. That's a really hard one. That's that one I still oh, have I trouble with. Like one. going and sitting by yourself in a restaurant. Oh, love that. No phone. Love it. Take away your phone. A book. Really? No book. No oh, nothing. You have to have a book. No. no you nothing. just have to sit with your thoughts. Sit there like a psycho, <laughs> and eat your food, <laughs> and observe people around you, and I see just, how you feel. So uncomfortable. Yeah. So uncomfortable. Why? Why? No. I think it is important, though. It's us. it is. It is disconnecting is so hard, and yeah. that's how I've always escaped. Like when I've had when I go through like bad mental health, it's yeah. an escape. Like I used to do it with TV, but now social media makes it way mm -hmm. easier that I can just yeah. ignore everything that's going on yeah. around me. When the kids are settled in school, I'm going to get myself one of those old school flip phones. Nice. And for one month. I'm gonna basically put myself on a smart tech ban. Mm -hmm. So basically, no so like no socials or anything on the phone. I can consume it on the computer, but I have to specify a time limit. Yeah. So it'll be like 15 minutes a day. Yeah. And so then go for because I mean my job I need to have some access to it yeah. so we can yeah. understand what's going on. Well, that's right. true for us. Our whole everything's life around. is social yeah. media, digital. It's always digital online, marketing and scrolling and seeing everything yeah. and having the answers to everything when people ask. What's the weather? I don't know. Look it up. Like, that's what I'm about to do for you is yeah. Google it. I'm going to go to Weather Network and find out. Yeah. Like, well, no, and it's just like, but when there's new technology coming out, it's like, oh, should we be here? Mm -hmm. Should we be here? Should we be doing so this? That's hard, right? And it's, I don't know. Yeah. But I have, I want to we be. We have this conversation a lot of, yeah. and I've been back for a year and I said to Kay this year, the last six months, it feels that everything is changing. Like, rapidly faster yep. and it's terrifying yep. when you work in this field yeah. like a digital field the digital field has accelerated at such a rate that it's actually quite difficult to follow you and, can't and, and, okay. yeah like i don't even want to touch on the subject of ai today oh I, 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 i'm I fascinated by it but i'm deep, terrified by yeah. it. yeah i could deep dive into ai and how dangerous i think it is and how everyone was right like not everyone, but like I can't even remember who said it that it's like AI shouldn't be released to the public, 
And whoever said that, I think it was Elon Musk, and I fucking hate him. Yeah. So to give him props for anything is a big fucking thing. But like, if he's the one that said that, I think he was right. Um, bad shit is gonna happen yeah, with it's AI. Like unmitigated. It's like unmitigated um, information access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you can sit there, like you know, we're, like we we're talking off off air about how you can literally program with it. Yeah. Right. So you can program things without knowing how to program. Yeah. Right? And that's just the start. Yeah. Oh. And that's just programming. It's like we can take voice. We can take and That's what like the whole SAG AFTRA thing in the States is. It's like, yeah. you know, Leonardo, who was it that said Leonardo DiCaprio doesn't want doesn't want to do a movie? Well, fuck him. We have your image yeah. and we have your likeness. They can do it anyways. Yeah. I think to a lot of people not in our fields don't understand or who aren't in technology at all don't understand how fast it's moving and where it's going so rapidly. We've learned that the average person should visit the Family Dental Center every six to nine months for routine dental hygiene. Yep, committing to regular dental hygiene visits can have long-term benefits for your teeth, gum health, and overall well-being. During your routine hygiene checkups, hygienists and dentists are checking for early signs of cavities, gum disease, and oral cancer. We both may not love going to the dentist, but Family Dental Center offers a judgment-free space and even provides options like gravity blankets to help reduce dental anxiety. It's also so important to introduce your kids to routine dental checkups early on to set them up for dental success and promote their overall health. This can also help reduce future dental anxiety. For any questions about your dental health or getting your kids comfortable going to the dentist, contact the Family Dental Center at FamilyDentalCenter.com or give them a call at the Belleville, Frankfurt, or Coburg office. And stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by following the team on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family. For the people in the back who may not have been listening, my name is Holly Amon and I am the owner and head coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I have been keeping it real over the past three years and helping individuals feel comfortable in their bodies by promoting balanced lifestyles. I offer a variety of options to be in my world and learn and grow from wherever you are. Anywhere from one-on-one online coaching, which is my personal fave, to fitness and nutrition membership options that fit your needs. And hey, if you aren't really in the market for a coach, but kind of want to see what I'm all about and maybe maybe get some cool freebies and cool advice, check out the link in my Instagram bio and in the show notes for access to my private Facebook group and subscribe to my emails because that's where all the goods, i.e. deals and mini offers go first. And for more information, tap the link in the show notes below and make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a. Can I ask an inflammatory question? Sure. Is radio dead? No. No. Hard no. Hard no. Very I, hard no. And I have the numbers. And, t- and tell me, and so so here's here's the follow-up. Okay. Tell me when you think it needs to change. It's already changing. Or does it need to change in a different manner? So I... <laughs> I thought he was going to be inflammatory. I struggle. Like, I have thoughts of this all the time because yeah. my, my future now is in yeah. the radio business. Because well, your family's in radio, My right? family's in radio. Yeah. And so my grandfather, back in the day, like in the 19... 19- 40s he was like a radio he helped bring push button radio to where to like the forefront when it started and I remember talking to him and I said like what do you think is going to happen with radio and he's like you know what we thought radio was going to die when television came out it didn't we thought radio was going to die when streaming like stuff came out it didn't and somehow it keeps persevering and our family talks about this a lot because there's a lot of unknowns in radio but 
we are an independent media company. We do not syndicate our programs. Amazing. And people want local news. Yeah. And that's not easy to access anymore. Well, because all the news outlets got purchased by larger conglomerates. Exactly. Right? And so, like, the radio is really, like, the last kind of layer between locals telling locals. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why... You know, it's such an important thing. Yeah. And like people ask me, they're like, well, what's the what's the best uh, marketing medium? And I'm like, well, A, it depends on what you do. Yeah. yeah. But B, it depends on who you're trying to get to. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, if you're trying to get to anyone below 60, radio is still highly key. Especially in this area. Yeah. yeah. This area, like radio works differently here than it would in Toronto or Ottawa. There's more options in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it's just. And I think a lot of people have the mindset that radio is dying and. Um, you know, you can advertise a bit cheaper on other platforms, but we still almost have that, like, not status. What's the word I'm looking for? It's like, it's a trust factor yeah. when it comes to listeners and yeah. brands. Mm -hmm. I mean, realistically, the radio stations have been around forever. And it's yeah. like, who do you go to when you're looking for some crazy, you know, some crazy bullshit happens on the 401? Yeah. Where do you go? You go to local news. Yeah. And we've had people say, like, oh, podcasts are the new radio. They are not the new radio. Podcasts are the new radio shows. Yeah. Right? They're just yeah. like the same as, like, you know, CDs were the new radio mm -hmm. songs, right? It's yeah, the same it's thing. Just, it's just a variant. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like the thing that radio has above every other medium is it's free. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, Spotify, you have to pay for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? YouTube, you have to sit there and go through you ads. Know, ads and ads and ads. And there are tons of ads in the time, really, that you get, mm -hmm. right? After they kind of were the liberation of TV, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you've got um, social media. Well, I don't consume Facebook at all now just because every other post is an ad. Yeah. Right? It's actually way worse than it used to be. It went on like recently to look mm -hmm. at it. Um, threads is probably the only one that I actually enjoy right now because <laughs> there's zero ads in it right yeah. now. Yeah, there's nothing because in it. Because they're trying to get people on it. When there's people on it, then they'll start dumping ads into it and then there'll be the next Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's basically Facebook right now yeah. without the shit. Yeah. It's Twitter before it went to shit. Yeah. Because I was on, tw I have a Twitter tattoo. Like, yeah. I am she OG, like, I think my... Now, which which version of the Twitter tattoo? Oh, you got like the mid. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Not the new, new one. But no, the, no, yeah, not yeah, the yeah. new, new. But like, yeah. imagine it was the X. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> my life, man. Could you imagine? I should just tattoo a big yeah. X over All it. Right. Put it in his eye. <laughs> Actually, it would be quite... That'd cool. be funny. Well, I've had a laser session done on it because I got it done with an ex-boyfriend because mm. we met on Twitter. Yeah. So on our first anniversary, we got matching Twitter tattoos. I love that. What a good idea. No, was... <laughs> I, I love the story, though. Like, yeah, it's a cute I, story. It's a, very, it's a very cute story. And yeah. it was good when it was good but Wait, it was not which good. X was it Ryan. I'll cut it out yeah, yeah no, no no you can you can leave it in he moved back home <laughs> <laughs> it was spicy it ended juicy very, drama it ended, it just, I literally <laughs> muted myself to take a drink and unmuted myself just so I could make that noise nice. you're welcome yeah no it ended very poorly um very very poorly <laughs> yeah um but yeah no he, so fair, he moved away off. and then moved yeah. back here and I think he listens to the podcast so good hi up, Ryan <laughs> Aggressive. It's fine. Um, okay. I'm circling back. We have to, actual questions. We have questions. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to interview you, I guess. Um, yeah, you took Genie. Oh, it's engineering. French. Electrical engineering. Basic thing of it as um, like the guys that work on hydro wires and stuff like that. Yeah. Like high electricity. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, how so how's get... that going for you? Oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah. I could absolutely wire a plug and electrocute everybody in the building. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so... 
you know, the short version of it is when I moved to France, my French was terrible. And so as I was learning, they basically said, like, you know, your French is not good enough. Your math's not good. All of these things. I was not very good at school. And so they basically said, in order to, like, I wanted to go into the art appliqué, which is basically applied arts. Oh, yeah. Right? So think, like, making out packages and stuff like that. And just, like, that's basically what I was interested in. It was like, oh, how do people, because back in the day, like, that was the only real graphical uh, mm. outlet you had. Like, websites were still not super prevalent. Mm -hmm. So graphic art was mainly printed. Right? And so for me, I was like, I want to get into that. And that looks like a really you know, yeah. fun thing to do. And it turns out that they preferred people who knew math and science to get into that. What? So they're what? like, just do like a general technology. It's literally the exact opposite parts of your oh, brain. Yeah, yeah you, you're going to see why my distaste for education can sometimes <laughs> stem from. But also, like, this will okay. this will round nicely. This is a okay. nice loop eventually for you guys. So basically, from there, they pushed me through this technology mm -hmm. because I wasn't good enough in the sciences and math to do the art side mm -hmm. of it. So they're like two parallel like uh, courses, right, in the same okay. school. And so I ended up going through all the way to the end, learning how to become basically a high voltage electrician, <laughs> basically. And then when I graduated, I graduated with a special mention that I'd uh, actually been at school the least and still managed to pass. <laughs> And then when the the professor was basically saying, like, you know, like, here's your diploma and stuff, he's like, please don't work in this field. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no intention of working in this field. I will not, thank you. Yeah. So my dad was an electrician in France, and so I was working oh. with him as an assistant. And so that's how I kind of made money, uh, mm -hmm. you know, while I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And then when I came over here, then I was like, never Bye. doing that again. Yeah. And I picked up a camera, and I was like, you know what? I think I want to have a go at this. And it was a K1000 Pentax. And that's no how I started. That, that was means. a film camera. Okay. So that shows you how oh. old in the game I am. So you were now. just taking photographs then. Yeah. You weren't filming. Oh. Yeah. So basically, I have been a photographer up to about 2021. Damn. Yeah. And so then the launch into video was when I realized that, okay, there's far more to this. Like everyone's going like, oh, you can go out and do video. It's not as simple as going and point a camera or something. For what I want to do is narrative. Mm -hmm. It's like you want to be able to tell that story and you want to be able to do a really interesting commercial. Well, then you need a team. And that's when we started the idea of AMP. Yeah, so. okay, because Loki fangirled over your work probably since, like, pandemic e really? Oh, my God, yeah. Like my photo work? Yeah. Oh. Like, and just, cool, like, kind of, like, followed it all. Yeah. I'm a weirdo. No, that's I good. just like the internet. I love that. Uh, but, like, it's like... like... There's me thinking I'm putting out there for nobody. I, now no, I know I have at least one fan. You have yes. one person who was stoked about it. Yeah. Because there's certain people, when you look at the spectrum of creatives... Yes. There's, like, people who are, okay, cool. Like, yeah. you can do it. Yeah. But you have, like, that little thing... Yeah. ...that makes it, like, extra, like, just really good. <laughs> it's called thinking about it. <laughs> and unfortunately, I have no choice on that. So, like, where people sit there and say, well, how do you do it? Well, I really don't have a choice. So, like, when other people get to go out of their jobs, I mm -hmm. never get to leave my job. I'm always thinking about mm -hmm. um, visual identity, basically. Yeah. And that's kind of my arching, like, journey I'm going through right now, which is, like, 
I cannot stop thinking about this. This isn't like I just can't. Like even when I'm on holiday, I was on holiday. I'm like, oh, this light's perfect to do this. this." (laughs) It's like you just can't escape it. My brain is wired very specifically for that, and I've just grown used to it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you probably have ADHD. Oh, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Like that sounds like my brain. Yeah, but my hyper focus has always been that. So, and it's and it comes down to being able to tell that story. Mm -hmm. Like that's honestly where it comes down. If you boil it all down to like one thing, and so then as I get older and I want to build out a company. But then I also realized that a lot of creatives don't understand that story element to it. And so it's like... That's the most important part. And that's why I'm getting into the education. That's why I do like Amplified. That's why I do stuff like that is to help bring forward the, the creatives locally. Mm-hmm. That's why we built the studio. It's beautiful. The studio is not for me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, I can do what I do with like, you know, the back of my car. Yeah. Right? Like in, and it works and it does really good. But I want to kind of grow that to bring more people into this area, to make this area a bit more interesting. And like, we have lots of manufacturing jobs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have lots of like different, you know, manual labor jobs. What I want to do is bring in some creativity into this area. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. It is sprinkled throughout. And every once in a while, like we meet people like you and who get it and like, (laughs) I try to, Right. you have no idea how many times my wife and I have sat there and gone, let's just go. Right, we can we can like group all the assets, sell them all off. We'll have enough money to retire in like Argentina. Sounds like, lovely yeah, too. It sounds it's lovely, so right? hard yeah. to make the yeah, decision, like, right? Just, yeah, and we actually thought about it when the house prices went up because mm. we purchased in 2019. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next year is going to be fun, and then basically everything skyrocketed. Yeah. So we actually at one point had enough equity in the house. If we sold it, mm-hmm. even getting taxed at the yin yang out of it, Would've we been. still could have walked away with. Yeah, a decent amount and actually been able to purchase outright a property in either Argentina, Spain or Italy. Right. Hmm. So as someone who's lived in different countries, it's not that hard to move countries. Yeah. No. Just so you know. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, no, it's so, not. And so I said to her, I'm like, are you ready to be retired? And she's like, not yet. Right. The kids are still growing. Yeah. So we looked and went, OK. And I said, well, in that case, I'm doubling down on this area. Yeah. Right? I said, we're going to do something that's really kind of scary and hard to do, but I'm going to do it now because I'm not going to be able to do it when I'm 50. Mm-hmm. And right? I can tell you that there are creatives in this area who will use your space mm-hmm. because there's nothing like nothing. it no. anywhere here. No. And the idea was to make that. It's yeah. like we're building out another set, as you guys probably know. About yeah. Now, right. And that set is going to be something that's very different than what we have. So we have like the main podcast studio, mm-hmm. which is very fancy, like this room. Right? It's got all the tech in it. Mm-hmm. The second room is going to actually be quite low key. Mm-hmm. Right. You're just going to have like two mics and running in or like three mics running into there. And we're going to just run them back into the board in the front room. Yeah. Really that long XLR board, cables. Though. I know that board. <laughs> so beautiful. I'm going to buy a second one of those. I know. I'm like, I'm going to get one of those. Red Bull, Red Bull Radio. Radio has like a sale on right now. And I'm going to go should. look what they They're have. They're not that bad. Mm-hmm. We should go afterwards and then find. I'm actually down one. because yeah. I want to build like, yeah, I just want another board. So I'm not they're, always honestly, scared of going on the radio. Just the, the noise work in it. Like, I know you guys have to do a lot of work on this afterwards. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's when we push stuff out, we literally just put it and send it. I hate you. <laughs> it's so, so good. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it's just the technology. <laughs> I you know. can buy technology. It's funny, though, because we had people, when we started this, mm-hmm. we kind of, we we put a bit of plan into it, but we also are those people who just jump in and figure it out as like we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I learned how to edit on Audition, like, our first episode. and Yeah, we had... No clue. So you guys do all your own editing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I multitask. I have two screens. Don't get one of the producers in and be like, here, 
No, no. I think they'd kill us. Oh, they would. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I literally will have, I'll be editing, like listening yep. and editing and I'll be like doing like yeah. my actual job on yeah. the other screen. Yeah. yeah. So if I ever miss something, sorry guys, <laughs> multitasking. Is it? But I think there's just so much that you have there. And yeah. as you were saying, like planning out, I think we notice that people who aren't creating content or making all that stuff don't understand, even with the podcast, understand what's what it takes to get to that final point. Yeah. And people will ask like, well, how long does it actually take you to create content? And I'm yeah. like, well, I have to film it. I have to edit it. I yep. have to organize all of you people to yep. be a part of it. And then I have to put it on every platform we have. So yeah. it takes yeah. a while. And, and we literally will take care of all that now. Like that's like you when you said that yeah i was like this is a dream yeah i, I mean we built it for stuff like this mm -hmm. right? yeah it's like it's honestly it's it's been i've noticed in social media that everyone's trying too hard yeah 100 percent. Right? Yeah. and i'm like would you not rather just do what you're doing spend an hour or two of your month come on into the studio yeah shoot the stuff that you need to shoot and we'll coach you through it it's not like we're going to leave yeah. your hind dry and then basically we'll cut it we'll edit it hell we'll even post it for you if you want Right? Like that's literally we do end to end mm -hmm. and that people don't understand the value yet. The ones that do have a massive head start mm -hmm. because I know like those clients already when they start putting that stuff out there and they start getting the traction. Like we on average were pulling in about 100 views a month into the website. We're up to about like four thousand there. Wow. Insane. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Just from just pushing out the videos and just, yeah. you know, so it's just a case of like, I mean, it just it works. Target, it works. Yeah. 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 So and then I hate that obviously, it works, but I love that it works. But it, but diversify too. Like if you ask me, how are you going to advertise? I'm going to advertise on radio, mm -hmm. yeah. right? Because like part of it is like getting your word out there is more than just one stream, mm -hmm. right? It's well, not just that. That's the thing is I, I think people also don't understand that marketing in general, you can't just put it out, everything in one place. Mm -mm. No, you have to diversify it. Because what happens if Facebook decides to not exist one day? Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. Instagram people, decides like, to not exist. Yep. It's like you have to diversify into multiple channels and all of those messages have to be interconnected. They can be different, but they have to eventually, they have to come together. Yep. And I wish people understood that more. Yeah. 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 Just as a visual, you're interlacing your fingers yeah, to show I just, interconnectedness. Um, yeah. Which the, French Canadian. the French Canadian. It's all it's all the the interconnected the hands. I don't know, man. You kind of touched day. on your podcast studio. Yeah. So what else is Amp Visual Media? Oh goodness. So I'm gonna tell you where we are now, and I'll tell you where I'd like to go. Perfect. Yeah. Well, can you tell us how it started? Like you kind of sure. did, but give us yeah. more so, of the backstory. Um. So Amp Visual Media. Anybody who's followed me long enough knows we've gone through a lot of iterations. So, cause mm -hmm. I was never happy with where we got to. And I was like, okay, we're missing this, we're missing that. And so we started off as, oh gosh, let's see if I get this right. Posters by Ash was when I first started. Amazing. Right, so I, I figured like, you know, what would be really cool if we did like sports posters of people mm -hmm. and stuff like that. I was about 10 years ahead of the game. Oh, nice. And, and nobody bought it, and so that was like the worst failure. <laughs> it happens. So, but I had like, you know, my best man had his daughter, like, and she was like, I think she was eight or nine, hockey kind of thing. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute as all get out. So then I went from there to Bambino Photography, which was okay. basically baby photography. That's a whole I got experience. It is, yeah. Because I got a job working for uh, Canadian baby photography. Okay. Because I figured out that there's two ways of learning a craft, right? It's the first way you can go out and shadow somebody. Mm -hmm. um, 
there was nobody here. Mm-hmm. Right? There was no one who was doing the the photography that I wanted to get to was doing here, and the people that were doing it were in the states. And I was like, I don't really want to go to the states. So I figured the second was just volume, right? So if you want to get really good at something, do it a lot, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So if you're if you suck as a painter paint a lot you know if you suck as a singer sing a lot it's just very simple just volume will get you to where you want to go whether you like it or not and that's what i did with bambino photography for about four years i worked with canadian baby photography and i would set up eight times a day a three light setup in people's homes oh my goodness Shoot, like basically photograph a baby <laughs> you should be really be specific here photograph a baby and then um i would then tear down the kit and go to the next place and so I so many babies, so many babies. And so I had it down to an art form. Yeah. And then opened up my own studio, which is Studio Twenty Five. That failed. That was in Sterling. We actually had two iterations of it because the landlord's like, "Oh, we have a bigger space. Come here. It's the same rent space." So I moved there, and then they could rent out the other unit at a higher price. Um. And then from there, I moved to the Bay in Kingston for about two years, and that almost killed me. That was almost the the end of my business. Yeah. Talk about a mental breakdown. That was it. Yeah. Driving with Kingston people that often. <sighs> yeah. Going, and I was living in Brighton at the time. So oh, like, that's a drive. And I had a brand new baby. At no. Home. So I was getting like three hours a night sleep and then driving for like two hours in the winter. Yeah. One way. Hard pass. Yeah. So basically I turned around and said, I'm done. Yeah. I'm quitting. And then basically went back and said, I'm never going to own a studio again. Fair enough. Right? Yeah. It's just like I'd gone through studio after studio and nothing was working. So then um, I opened up Ash Photography Inc., which is basically still this company to this day. It's just we operate as Amp Visual Media. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Ash Merrill Photography was basically commercial photography. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. So that's what you know me for. Yeah. Like that specific look. And I kind of said, I know how to make this now. Yeah. So And then I, like, I'll do a couple of shoots locally and then I'll head out to Toronto. And then get work there. And then I end up getting known in this area. And people started bringing me in going, well, we need to get this high-level look going. Mm-hmm. And Ash can make that happen. And so then yeah. I worked with people across the board. And then I got to see the business side of it. And then see, like, visual identity is such a big mm-hmm. umbrella to be under. And so I just started to realize, like, video, if you didn't align the video with the stills, it just kind of didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't align the video and the stills with the graphics, it didn't make sense in the colors. And so all these marketing. things. Marketing. Marketing, right? So and like, just this, branding. Is more, this is branding or <laughs> yeah. the marketing, right? Because like, think of branding as like who it is and think of marketing as how you tell it. Yeah. Right? So, and like for me, like. I'm learning. Is, I love this. This yeah. is why I love, a, like, we literally, we kind of like nerded out about brand kits with Black Bear. Yep. And that's Black like. Bear have got amazing ones. Right? Yeah. The <laughs> Ash Marvel photography is like the commercial photography side of it. Yeah. From there, I realized that I had learned so much because I'd go into these meetings with clients mm-hmm. and I'd sit down and I'd be going through discovery sessions. And I didn't realize what I was doing at the time. And it was then I started to realize, like, I'm actually coaching these brands and these companies yeah. how to actually look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when the visual identity started up. And so I kind of said, well, I want to position my company name as not photography, but as anything that hits your eyeballs, basically. So it could be from design all the way to like to video and, and photo. Yeah. And became AMP visual media, right? That makes perfect sense. So, and everybody knows me as AMP, yeah. like, mm-hmm. which is great because it's a nice short name. It's yeah. easy to remember, right? And like the... You know, the opportunities with copywriting and all that are through the roof. Like, amplify your brand, get amplified. Yeah. It's easy. It's like, I like that. Yeah. You know? So then in 2021, after doing this for a bit, I had a 
chance to start out the video. Now, we started up the video in 2020, and then something happened and ruined all of that. Shocking. Shocking. And so I ended mm -hmm. up, during that time, instead of like going crazy and watching Tiger King, I learned how Did to <laughs> learned how to do CGI. Which looking <laughs> back, crazy. I'm just like, I just learned an entire career in like three to six months. Now I had a really good tutor, so like shout out to Dustin Volkema, who's like one of the Maxon creators. And he basically, or creators, he works with Maxon to build yeah. really cool kind of yeah. CGI stuff. And basically there I actually went and built out like beer cans and stuff like that, but like photorealistic, you can't tell. It's insane. So That's to this day, That's I still believe like so if you're going to do a product, you shouldn't be doing photos, just do it CGI. Yeah. Because it's so perfect. Yeah. And when you have the asset, you can use it however you want. So you it's don't true. need to go and find the, the product again, reshoot it, just re-angle it, done. So it's, it's huge. And, but explaining that to people is really hard. And so I was like, okay, I can spend the next 10 years explaining to people what CGI is, which is a lot of work, which means a lot of sitting at a desk, which I don't like. Mm -hmm. I like the interpersonal part. And so I was like, how do I change this? Well, let's get back into video. But then I was like so far behind the game because I had to learn all this new stuff. Like I was shooting video and we were missing audio, we were skipping frames, all of these things that you don't know going into the video game. Mm -hmm. It's an absolute pain in the ass to do that. And it's like, if you don't get trained in it, it's an uphill battle. Mm -hmm. right? You can keep it low key and shoot with like a camcorder and just keep it simple. But where I wanted to go again was one of the specific look and I needed more than just one person helping. I needed a team. Yeah. And so that's when I sat down and talked to Brady Rogers, who's a, a friend of mine and said, this is what I have in mind. Mm -hmm. And he's like, yeah, I can help you with that. Cool. And I said, can you handle anything video side of that? Like if I have like stupid ideas, can you figure out ways to make them happen? And he's like, yes. That's so, the best kind of person. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the best kind yeah. of person. So basically, we went into this. And so I said to him, I'm like, how much input can you give into the studio? And he's like, not much right now. We're trying to buy a house, you know, young couple, right? So I was like, okay, if I was to take care of all of that and build out a space, mm -hmm. can you help me run it? Yep. And so Brady, Mind Fusion Visuals, mm -hmm. is absolutely pivotal for that place because he is the guy that does all the video. Mm -hmm. But he's also the guy that says to me when you know I'm sitting there going like I don't know what to do he's like just post something or just do this mm -hmm. yeah. he's that kind of voice of reason behind me where I get to be that bit artistic scatterbrain sometimes he'll just sit there and realign me and be like just post the damn thing that's right? like Katie and me yeah 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 I, a lot these past couple weeks she's there's been a lot like I think we've both been yeah. our brains have just been troubleshooting on yeah. repeat but there's been times where she's been like like going because she's doing way more than I am and I'll just be like you're doing everything you can yeah you're killing it so just, just take a breath just take a breath we got yeah. this yeah and it's hard to like sometimes just stand still and look at what you're doing because mm -hmm. you're running so fast right yeah yeah there's times doing this I'll be like working on a graphic or doing something and I'll just be like I hate this like what am I doing and then she'll be like it looks fine like but you have to step Send away sometimes because when you're just staring at it it looks like yep. shit we have a we have a term in, and maybe it's just me that calls it but in, in especially in photography and in more in videography now because we're doing a lot of color grading is let it bake oh, yeah so man yeah you, Finish your work, mm -hmm. walk away for two days. Yep. Oh, okay, let it be. Fresh eyes on it and look at it and then go, okay, that looks good or it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And often you'll come back and be like, that looks like shit. Yep. Because you get so yeah. hyper-focused on this that you end up like not seeing all the other things. 
And then by stepping every back day for a few life. days, you clear your brain. Yeah, right? It's like, like every day. It's like when it comes to making billboards or mm-hmm. building banners. Oh, man. It's like I, you have five minutes to do this. I'm I like, what? I am tempted to do an entire TikTok series on bad billboards. It just, it, it baffles me. You spend a fortune getting that thing up there. Like, spend 10 minutes and think about it. I was literally driving by the digital billboard the other day, and I was looking at it. I'm like, I like to call that my portfolio sometimes. <laughs> I literally, I look at it, and I'm like, I need to contact that company because mm-hmm. that's embarrassing, yep. and you cannot read those words. Nope. And I'd I would like, say that if, will... you, if you need words to make your ad understandable, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Facts. You're like, holy shit. Minimal well, no, because literally, words. it's like, when it comes to billboards, it's like, okay, so like, if you're, ideally, in my brain, we have... Like for the radio stations, yep. we would literally put up the background that's on our websites and oh, a logo. Perfect. And that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would get the job done. If you can't do that with your brand, you're you doing something wrong. And yeah. if people don't know exactly what it is that you are giving based on your logo and the brand recognition that it should be bringing you. I kind of want to trigger you and just say if they gave you their brand kit. <laughs> they don't have brand kits. <laughs> What's the brand kit? No one knows what a brand kit is. I know, right? They don't it's, have brand kits. It's kit. so lovely when like the 1% sends a brand kit. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to, because I'm going to think that a lot of people listening to this don't know what a brand kit is. Yeah, go for it. Do you, can we? Yeah, do you want to you wanna launch into it or do you want me to? Uh, okay. I mean, it's so much though. Okay, so it's like the whole yeah. visual feel of your brand. How does it make you feel? Mm-hmm. What is it? The brand identity. Yeah, it's yeah. like your whole identity. It's like, it's the fonts. It's the colors. Yeah. It's your logo. It's everything that is your business. Yeah. Have you ever seen a blue Coca-Cola logo? No, because mm-hmm. it doesn't. Because they don't. have a brand kit. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it. red. So you, I, like, that's literally it. It's the like Coca-Cola if, font. Yeah. It's like that is that's part it. of the brand kit. Yeah. And explain that to clients. And it's very funny because like clients come to me like, well, we need new visuals. And I'm looking at their website. I'm like, your website looks like booty, first off. That's got to change. Mm-hmm. That's a nice way I, to put it. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's brutal. And it's like, and second off, it's like your logo looks like it came from clip art in 1995. So, yeah. I mean, you know, that's another problem. So mm-hmm. you can put the best images on, the best photos. Oh, for sure. And it, it makes no difference. So that's where but, we're kind of heading now I, is like but helping like, them do that. They made it in Canva. Yeah. Canva can be good though. Okay, don't I'm not diss Canva. Si- I'm not dissing Canva. Okay. I'm dissing logo designers in Canva. You wait till you find the, like the AI logo designs. I know I've seen them. Oh. They're insane. They're I've insane because they're all okay. But that's the thing is like it's Scary. all a lot of it is like base level fine. Yeah, it's like it's like if you if you want to get a design like that, Google like or just uh, Instagram search graphic designer Belleville. And then pick one of the graphic designers in Belleville and ask them and say, hey, I'm just starting out. I need a business logo. Can you help me out with that? I've got, you know, a thousand bucks for it. Right? Like, spend some money on the logo because it will it will pay out in dividends. Right? People who think that we, I had this conversation like two days ago, too. It's like logo design is not a cheap process. No. And it should never be. Like, it should never cost you less than a thousand dollars. No, a thousand bucks is like your bare minimum. Like, absolute baseline shit. Yeah. Because, and the, don't get your 13 year old to do it. No. And so, Sorry. the interesting I know feelings. you're getting like, yeah, yeah. I have, I have feelings about like, really love this then because Amp Vision Media was based on the, the, the photos and stills. And then we started realizing all these other things. I have been combating for the last six years 
looking at this process on a different angle. And mm -hmm. the moment I started looking at it, it made sense to me, which was I need to transition to more of a brand strategist mm -hmm. than just a creative director, yep. which basically means me moving careers basically in, in a completely different way, running an agency yep. where I can actually sit down with brands and find out why they do what they do, yep. how they do it, what they're doing it and who they're doing it for. Mm -hmm. right, and that's basically my kind of like golden circle of things. And like, it's not rocket science, but it also is really nice to have someone walk you through it. Mm -hmm. Because if you have that and you hand that to a graphic designer and say, build me a logo. So you need that foundation at the beginning that not a lot of brands and clients do. And that's part of the brand kit too. It's like that becomes part of it. So what we're doing now is building out a system to uh, allow us to build that out from scratch, which is terrifying because... I don't do websites. I don't do graphic design. So now I need a web designer. I need a graphic designer. Right? Right? And You can't yeah. leave me. Put your hand down. I'm not putting Freelance. my hand and up. And that's the other thing about I was waving. <laughs> God. Why are you handing me your resume? Yeah, I'm like, what? I'm just kidding. So I love my job too much. No, and like for me, AMP is about freelance to start. Right? Mm -hmm. Eventually, we're going to need to go employees. But freelancing, right? I'm right, right exactly, here. Yeah. So, I mean, basically... The idea behind it is to build out a group of artists that are passionate about building out brands mm -hmm. and doing it in a way that's holistic for this area, right? That is, there's no gates involved in our work, right? So anytime you can step out, get your brand mm -hmm. design, your, your brand identity, you don't want to spend any more, that's fine. Then take that brand kit and now you have something really solid mm -hmm. to go to a graphic designer, a photographer, a web designer, a videographer. Yeah. You can go. We just, we're just a one-stop shop for all of that. Yeah. That's the whole point of it. So the idea behind AMP in the future is to actually build out and actually have a creative office which has all of those jobs in there. Whether they're freelance seats or whether they're employees, we'll find out. Yeah. I don't know yet because the business side of it is really complicated and new to me. And learning how to grow with that is mm -hmm. really cool. And so yeah. like the podcast studio and all that, that's all little parts of this like I want to make sure my clients have good consistent content mm -hmm. well yeah. the easiest way to do that come in and record a conversation like this yeah. yeah right like this conversation could yield you a month's worth of content yeah oh my god yeah right? oh yeah and you just go clip 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 we do all of that in-house for you so you don't have to think about it that's the thing what, too is now people are not buying brands they're buying people so people always bought people yeah. yeah so trying to explain that and having to get people to put their face behind it and just be more authentic. I get this whole, you need to be professional, but you can still be professional and give them a taste of who you are and what yeah. you're doing. And that's really it makes important. it more relatable. Yeah. Well, and I think like too, if you look at what we do, what our work is, you'll see there's a couple of, of like narrative elements you'll see throughout, which is we always look to like bring forward the people in the company, but at the same time make it about the personality of the company, not just what they do. Mm -hmm. I think right? you did that like so good with Mops. Oh yes. yeah. Like that commercial, that commercial is so is good. So good. I love that commercial. It's one of my first actual ones where I actually got to sit down and do my whole, like my whole idea process for it. The whole thing was like, I remember when Stephanie showed us, she's yeah. like, oh, I think, I think she just, she just she got just it. Yeah. She yeah. just, just got yeah. it. And I was like, that is fucking great i love it thank you it's so um, good. and we did that on like we were all just getting to know each other that yeah. was like a, what we call a less than skeleton crew now mm -hmm. yeah and like we that was That's absolutely crazy. scrappy as fuck yeah oh and that and was it's so good, good. Right? it's I love so good like and if you guys haven't seen it we'll find a way to share it but yeah it's so good it's so good yeah. But like stuff like that like brings me joy because you tell the story of who the brand is yeah. the people that are working there and 
because like the guy in the video works there, right? Phil, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Phil has worked there. Uh, he was like a floor specialist, and yeah. then they end mm -hmm. up hiring him and bringing him on board. And he is one of the like, go and meet Phil. He's amazing. You can chat to him, and he's just he's a fun guy to chat to. And so, so when he we did sounds that, fun. Don't even know him. Oh yeah, when we went and actually did the commercial, because I was like, okay, so the number one rule in the commercials, you should use actors or models because it's just easier to direct, mm -hmm. right? And so as a young director, I had no idea, and I was just like, okay, whatever, we'll just make this happen, yeah. right? And for me, I just had this thing I needed to tell, and it's always a bit of a relief when the thing that's in my brain comes out kind of similar. And right? this came out really close to where I was looking. In my brain, I was like, this is what I was looking for. I've never had someone explain, that's what goes through. The creative gap. The, yeah, mm -hmm. you're, it's in your brain and you're trying to explain to someone, which yep. is why I love working with Kay, because I can say it or and she'll she say something. And we're just like verbal diarying and then she's like, I get it. Yeah. And even when you came in and we met you that day, you were like, you guys do so much. And we're yes. like, you get what we do. Yeah, like, you do. It's like, crazy. I walk in, I, and I, I am highly analytical about stuff. So I'll look at stuff and go, okay, I can pretty much figure out based on the space because I had to be as a photographer mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you'd walk into a space, they wouldn't tell you shit and be like, make us look awesome. <laughs> Great, I like, shall. Oh no. You make like, you know, plates mm -hmm. or yeah, whatever, like, whatever shit. it is. It's like, um, how do I make this look cool? Right? Yeah. How do I make it look? And it's like, there was no like backstory behind it. And that's when I would start doing discovery sessions to mm -hmm. get better at it. And that's why my stuff stood out. It's because of the discovery sessions. Yeah. Right. So, but yeah, like when I walked in, you guys, I'd like, I was like, oh, okay. So this is a, a, a full department here. Okay. This is cozy. In, one <laughs> in this one little space. Hey, yeah. at least they got us bigger desks. They yeah. did. Yeah. We got bigger yeah. desks. That was cool. Well, cause I was supposed to be remote. Yeah. So I would only come in and I had like a little desk in the hallway. And then when I came back to Belleville, I was still in the hallway for a while, and finally I was like, they were like, we can't leave you in the hallway. You like, guys could do this anywhere in the world. Yeah. That's the wonderful oh, yeah. part Don't what tell you me do. that. Don't, no, you Jeanette, could. stop listening. <laughs> Digital Nomad in Italy right now. Just Have you imagine. talked to Alyssa? Alyssa. Nomad. No, Alyssa, yeah. no, she's on my hit list to actually bring in for a podcast. Okay, yeah. I, I was messaging her in um, Instagram, like, gosh, it must have been like two days ago. Mm -hmm. And I was saying to her, I'm like, your your podcast is like super inspiring like because uh, i don't listen to so i actually sat down and listened to one of hers and i was like oh i really like her intro i really like the mm -hmm. outro like that's cool i'm gonna have to start trying that right mm -hmm. and just like hearing that but she also did something that was revolutionary to me which i don't understand why it took me this long to understand which is you don't need to have people in your podcast no you, you can just yourself. Be a, i, I yeah. didn't realize this i think the reason we don't do it is because we have so much self-doubt i'm like no one wants to listen same. to me talk same like, well that's the I thing talk? is like we i'm like I don't I, think people give a shit enough about what I have to say, so we're going to bring other people in. I would mm -hmm. love to get you guys in to do solo podcasts, just to see, just for just to see where you guys go with it. We did one, but I was super depressed. But I feel like now if we did it, like when I'm in a good headspace, it would be a lot better. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think we cried right before coming up, didn't we? I literally like sobbed and then turned Aww. on the mic and I, I was, was like, let's do this. <laughs> I was wearing a Bass Pro t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it was a day, and it was like I really would have loved that. He's I've a fisherman. I've been fishing thing. zero times in my life. Shop. You should come fishing with us. We'll take I love I will fishing. Go fishing. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and convince Brady to get but you. But the on whole the boat. thing, the whole yeah. time, I just go, "I'm going to catch you a delicious bass." So I yeah. hope you're ready to hear that the whole time. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> Can you, we should do well, like fillet one and cook it on the beach afterwards. Oh my god! Oh my god. Like See, I can't cook. I can't cut it, but I can cook it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think I can do. I don't know. We'll figure. I it can't out. cut things. How hard could it be? It's just like a long cylinder finger. 
I'll just right? bring the taco shells. I'll bring the, the old El Paso. I used to, like, I used to, <laughs> we need I remember, to bring Matt DeMille. Yeah, we'll Matt's bring, yeah, amazing. Get yeah. Matt. Yeah, Matt's amazing. Matt, Matt. We, have a, we have a plan. Yeah. Let's Here film all this. It'll be unhinged. I think Matt does, yes. does he not do that with you guys? He, uh, I Is think he, he does it with Victor. So Victor oh, yeah. does it with him, yeah. So stuff Where they like go that. and go fishing. Yeah, there's a... Like, I do don't f- know. He does so much. He does right? so much. He yeah. did this thing where he went fishing... I know that for sure. He did like a whole outdoorsy thing at one point. He's but very anyways. outdoorsy, right? Yeah. I don't know. He swims and bikes and stuff. He's crazy. A lot. We, we do a lot of running together. Ah. So I haven't been running in a bit, but we used to run a bunch together. And that used to be like our time to like set the world to rights. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, like I had this idea. <laughs> it's like where we're running. I'm like, you know, it'd be really cool if there was like a grocery store, but then had restaurant above. Oh. Sourced from the grocery store, and yeah. on the roof of the building was where you grew the, the oh, vegetables. Oh, garden! Cool, Fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd, that'd be great. really cool. That's what we need. We need to do more of that. that. Yeah. yeah, it's like uh, that would be a great idea, but it's like okay, like how do we make a grocery store? Like how do we? Well, because like, where are we going to find the building? Yeah, exactly. You have to build a building, right? Well, so. and this is where my brain would go. Okay. Let's go. Like, how yeah. do we make this happen? Well, and, and for me, like, I have all these ideas, but then I just don't have the capital to do it. So, like, yeah, that's exactly. like, you know, it's like, oh, so we're behind an investor. Man, that's why I Someone mean. give I just us need, money. I just need someone to, like, stand behind me with a big pile of money. And mm-hmm. every time I put an idea, it like, might be. Would you viable. like to get into the grocery game? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We have got this idea. It's killer. Right? <laughs> it's amazing. It we'll build it right there. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Across the street. Actually, you know where you build it? Actually, I think the building went up there, but, like, so I live just around the corner here. Okay. And, like, up in that area there, they desperately need it. This store. is technically like a food desert over here. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Like there's I like a food desert. Yeah, yeah. I took yeah. geography. Like where do you go food here desert. to go? You're get either going to like Giant Tiger? Giant Tiger or Shoppers, but there's no yeah. actual grocery store even, on the are, west side of Isn't there supposed to be a farm boy going into the fairgrounds? Don't start that rumor. We're gonna get eaten out on Belleville neighbors. I don't give a shit. Oh, I stay away from that group. <laughs> You know, oh man! So I'm like, funny. As soon as I read it, I was like, "Oh, that's dangerous." Yeah, we've been here for an hour. Okay, did and we we've done miss? A- we've done so much. <laughs> did we miss anything though? Probably many things, but you talked about the future of Amp for the most part. Yeah, just being a cool dude. Try chilling, chilling, chilling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a business. Any how many kids out? do you have? Yeah, how many kids? What's so two kids? Two. Yeah. What are, how old are they? They are eleven and almost fifteen. Ah. Mine's almost fifteen too. Yeah. When's their birthday? In August. Okay. So, are they a Virgo? September. Yeah. Are they what? Are they a Virgo? What's the date of their birthday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't do the horoscope thing. Oh. Okay, but what's the so, date? What's the date? On of the twenty second. Oh yeah, they're. I think that's. Is that think that's, that's a like Virgo. a cuspy Virgo. That's a cuspy Virgo. Yeah. So we're. She's the artist. Yeah, that, that checks yeah, that out. Checks yeah. August. She's, as she's the self-proclaimed chaos gremlin. Oh, I they're a Leo. Her. She's a Leo. Yeah. But like a cuspy a Leo yeah. Virgo. Okay, so Virgos are Us. I feel like I'm coming perfectionists. Okay. And like really analytical and like things done a certain way. Okay. Um and so Katie and I are both Le- are Virgos. Virgos. So and our is coworker Emily. Our coworker Emily is also a Virgo. Okay. So we were gonna have a Virgo season. So I'm a Libra. Oh okay, so you're like You're after us. Are you really chill? Pretty much, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. generally speaking, yeah. like if someone would be like, okay, like you're kind of chill. You don't. When's g- your birthday? Yeah, on the fourth of October. Oh, okay. That's yeah, nice. that that checks out. Yeah. I can see that. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty mellow. Like honestly, like my idea of a good time is literally just hanging out on the back deck. Yeah. Oh yeah, beer, that's like barbecuing. Yeah. Like, if you told me that, say, hey, 
this weekend we want to do a barbecue and it's going to take like 12 hours to barbecue because it's going to be slow roast. I'm there. Perfect. We'll Shut be sitting yeah. watching yeah, exactly, the yeah. smoker. Yeah, I, that's all I want to do. Chill. I want to sit yeah. there, watch the smoker, maybe get a little bit stoned. That'd be amazing. Maybe play some lawn darts or yeah. those washers. Fucking, I just got into I just, washers. I, yeah, Horseshoes. Like that one with the bean bags. Like, uh, what do they call that? Cornhole. Cornhole. There we go. Yeah. Cornhole. Yeah. I don't give. I, don't, I mean, Nerf I don't guns, know. Yeah. Give yeah, the children Nerf guns. Yeah, something simple, Anytime yeah. someone yeah. comes on this podcast, I'm like, I think we're best friends now. We're going to have a barbecue. So. Yeah, I know. I feel like we just need to have a big barbecue. Yeah, we do. Because a lot of our guests know each other. So it just yeah. makes sense. Yeah, Let's that's what that's that. what we were talking about. We were like, we want to have like, we want to have like a networking oh. thing, but not like a be like oh my God, I'd love a that. bougie networking thing. Yeah, yeah. More just like a super out. chill, where we all yeah. just kind of like hang out yeah. and see how we can all well, help each other. I think we all get really stuck in our own worlds too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So like for me, like getting to know you guys has been in the last like three months, mm-hmm. really, right? Like I've known of what you guys do, yeah, but I've never. And again, someone who doesn't consume much media, yeah, yeah. Stay, like for me, it's been such a focus on you know, building and going and just yeah. been so focused on that. I just blinded actually, everything wait, else. We did miss something. When did you actually get that studio? And, and cause that, that timeline is crazy. So yeah. <laughs> I keep saying to everybody, like we need to move quicker. We're going to do this. We can do that. But then the reality is, is when you look at where we've come from or where we're going, like when you get like the memories, like yearly, we haven't hit mm. that yet. So we're still, <laughs> that's <laughs> the crazy part. So we started, like we broke ground right on around the beginning of oh, the end of February, actually. So you've been there for February, March, April, May, June, July, seven months? About yeah, about six, seven ish, months. Yeah. Six, seven months. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. that space is it's insane. Beautiful. It's insane. And that's all been done by my team. And so like big shout out to like, my entire team. Where do you find these people? Oh yeah. my God. Just really luckily, really luckily. <laughs> like Siri? So Phil okay. is my assistant, mm-hmm. like in the photo days. The one that you don't feed? We don't feed Phil. No. <laughs> you don't. You shouldn't feed him. He Never feed your assistant. He's amazing. Because like okay. he can build anything. So like. I literally said to him, I'm like, okay, I want to build out this second set. And here's what he's like, okay. And I'm like, here's the budget. Go for it. And he's like, okay, done. And off he goes. And he'll just make it work. And it will look beautiful. Love that done. kind of person. Right? My wife's doing all the designing. And so she's the one that's Love like, it. do you like this one or do you like this one? I'm like, I don't know. Let's ask the internet. Right? Oh, so, yeah. Like, like literally, kay. that's what that is. Okay. So that, my two cents into sure. all, all of this is. And before you begin, I do want to say that we're going strictly on numbers on this one. So the ABs batter in that in that post. Oh. But I do want to hear your input. Okay, my input is if you keep the wall white, yep. you can accent with different colors based on the brand mm. that's coming in to hang out with you. Sure. That but seems like I would a lot argue of work. I de-brand it. Uh-huh. But not the everybody front is branded. No, 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 I know, but like the front is branded to whatever, yep. but if you do the back, some people I'm thinking like skin tones and everything mm-hmm. when it comes to like really dark colors. Mm-hmm. Visually, I don't. I mean, obviously, you guys have lighting. Personally, I really like the like the pale walls mm-hmm. just because I like that beachy kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So we might end up going that way. So that's my two cents. What's yeah. the other option? Black? No, it's like a deep. It's oh, a really dark hunter green. Green is what they're calling it right now. That's it's the like color I'm painting right my now. cabinets. Okay, yeah, I do like hunter green. Right yeah, it's beautiful. I'm painting my lower cabinets that dark yeah. green, and then the upper's white. Nice. Yeah. And then a pink fridge. And pink fridge. Obviously. Love it. Well, if you go, mm, is green and pink the opposite? If you go complimentary? Yeah. It'd be like a really, of. really light pink and, okay. a, dark and a really, really yeah, yeah. really dark green. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I'm like sitting there, like imagining like this bright, vibrant pink. No, yeah, no, no, like like barely pink. Yeah, I'm thinking oh, like your fingernails. That's like no, no, barely yeah. pink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like barely no, pink. that'd be yeah, insane. Like, yeah, it's like, is this it is now? my fridge. I'm unhinged, <laughs> it's, it's a, but it's a no. big deal. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. So that's that's the studio, and so like he built that. Right, so he does an amazing job. It's beautiful. So Brady has been helping out a bunch, yeah. right? And then with Brady, he's got his um, lime producer, Trina. She's okay. been helping out a bunch as well. And we have a, a new addition too, which is Chris. And so Chris is a good friend of Brady's, and he is actually our gaffer. So he's the guy that makes everything look really good by, like, setting up the lights in a oh, safe wow. way. So he ha has done some, like, pretty insane jobs. And so he's working with us, and he brings a level of professionalism that we, by ourselves, couldn't do, which is pretty dope. That's so, really cool. Yeah, so basically, yeah, I would like us, hang lights with like fishing wire and be like, "Hey, guess he, what? so if he got his way, we would have like, you see how you got like this track going here? Yeah, we'd have like it's the worst like, really, track. Like imagine like scaffolding basically up the top there, just to hang lights off of. Like he keeps spawning the grid, and I really on the grid. We had the choice at the beginning of the year, and this is like business choices you have to make, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I had the choice between a lighting grid, which could be used for a manner of different things, or AC units for the for the whole place. So AC, do I keep the people yeah. cool keep them or do we cool. keep them lit? Keep them cool because then they get cranky. Yeah. You can always we light people. We end up people. going with the AC. I yeah, think I think you can't. You can't. Sweaty is not going to look good. Uh, no, exactly. And so like the, we have two units. So we can actually control back oh, nice. different temperatures yeah. too. Which is good. Because <sighs> in the winter. process, it makes me so the, happy. Uh, the, the, the heating system's really loud in the back. Oh. So that's the one thing we have to be aware of. So yeah. like being able to control that with like a heat pump is really cool. Very yeah. cool. So that's that's kind of where we're at. But they all came along and we just it happened really organically. Yeah. And they started coming and helping. And like there was one point where Brady and I looked at each other and it's kind of like a guy thinking about looking at like, no, turn away, because they're like getting really emotional. It's like, <laughs> holy shit, this is working. And Isn't like that, that crazy? It was it was actually the, probably one of the like when you look back through your life and go, Oh, that was a key moment, that was like a key moment for me. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. like, holy shit, I don't have to do this alone anymore. And that was massive to me. That's what Katie coming to work here was for me. Yeah. Is like, oh my god! Like I have somebody in, that gets it yeah. and is on like Your my team, yeah. like my side, and it really helps that you're the boss's daughter. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I swear he's like, "Fuck off!" And I'm like, "It's like, damn it!" It could be me. more. Yeah. It could be re real with you, right? You I get a different level of sincerity. I right? think people, yeah, are like, "Oh, you know, you're the boss's daughter. It's so great." I'm like, "Ooh, no! I was I was here on sun like Monday on the holiday putting up." strips to cover wires and doing maintenance and, and if right? i'll say something he'll be like no go away and i'm like okay mm -hmm. good yeah. good chat yeah, yeah <laughs> but i think with you like you have a way of communicating with people that i don't have because i'm just not good with people and explaining things you're and really good with people you don't give yourself enough credit i don't feel like i'm good with people well, that that doesn't matter Okay. The, well, like the reality is, is that you're actually a mm -hmm. very good communicator. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just feel like sometimes I can't communicate in the way that they understand. Okay. Because it's, I've know. spent 27 years trying to figure out how to communicate with this man, and I've learned you just make him a document. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm a fucking. I'm, I make so many documents. So many documents. I I am really aware of when I talk to people of what they need for communication. Mm-hmm. I think that's it too. So right. many people have different ways. Some people need a visual, some like, and that document. Some people are like, just yeah. tell me, and then yeah. If so. we have a conversation, so if we sat down and had like a business conversation, and there was not like a bullet point list of what I need to do afterwards, 
Oh, I'd forget. Mm-hmm. I'd forget everything yeah. the second that we said, okay, we're yeah. cool. High five. Let's go. You guys yeah. haven't seen me with my mm. little ritual, which is I usually have a little black notebook with me. Oh, and yeah. It nice. usually follows me all the time. And yeah. I write down anything that I have to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's like, it's just absolute highest level of importance. And then the rest of the stuff, if I forget it, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I just deal with that stuff as I go. Yeah. yeah, you my, have learned good coping mechanisms. I yeah, That's I wild. that book has been pivotal for me. Yeah, and that was where everything changed. Actually, yeah, was when I actually started doing that because then I was actually you know arriving on time and doing all, like I'm notorious for like even today I was like do I do I show up uh, like fashionably late and, and my boss, I like, tell people Get now. On time. I tell people when they're like 530, I'm like, okay, I'll be there like 535, 540. Like I'm yeah. always five, 10 minutes late. Cause, yeah. and it's not that I'm disrespecting you. I get time blindness to the fullest. Yeah. So I'll be like, I have five more minutes to do yeah. this. And then I'm like, shit, I'm late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I always make a joke with Stephanie from Ops. Yeah. I'll say like, oh, let's meet up at one. And she's like, okay. And then I'll like show up at one twenty, knowing that she's still going to be 10 minutes late. And she's like, no, <laughs> that's not true. Ish. But then she would like, she started showing up on time. And then I'm the asshole because I'm showing up late. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> it was oh, so oh, yeah. Friends are fun. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, that's. This yeah. was great. I feel yeah. like I just went through a therapy session. I know, right? <laughs> I just feel seen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shutting her down, though. <laughs> Cut her off. Bye. Take care. That was amazing. It was a great episode. I, I haven't edited it yet because we're. Yeah, but I'll do it next week. But but I need to teach you how to say French words now. They try to take me out of French. Well, I'm gonna teach you all to like the English stupid teacher. French things. Okay. Like j'aime les pamplemousses dans mes fesses. I know what that means because that's what you said before. Yes. Right. I can say. What else can I say? That's like. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't. I am going to France though, so Voulez I should probably. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? That's <laughs> why. Like I don't know. What else do you need to know? I don't know. Um, you're gonna want to know like food croissant croissant I mean croissant au chocolat I don't have the ability to like tarte au citron see like that that end thing you do I don't think I have the ability to do with my tongue I'm tongue tied like pretty really I'm pretty good yep like I have an aggressive tongue tie Mm -hmm. which like not that aggressive but it's there and I never realized why I couldn't roll my r's yeah. So I think I struggle with other languages that kind of have that like roll or that like finesse because like Spanish. I, yeah, I can't. I, like I can't. They're like roll your. I'm like I can't do it. Yeah. So I, I took Spanish uh, class in high school. I couldn't roll my R's, but I can do it in French. Are you tongue tied? Oh, you are a little tongue tied. Mm-hmm. And I can do it in German. Weird. But I can't do it. In I would Spanish. love to learn another language. I would like, love to learn another language. My brain just. I don't think it. It hurts my brain. Have you tried Duolingo? No. Because it's visual. Maybe that would help. It's like graphic novels. Jeanette was doing it for Portuguese. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll... Portuguese is fucking hard. She, because she lived for a year in Brazil, she like learned Portuguese. Of course she did. She did grade 10 in Brazil. Seriously? She did Rotary Exchange. That is cool. So she had to do school in Portuguese, so she just learned Portuguese. But everything I learn <laughs> about her, I'm just like... I know. I'm like, you know, you're really cool, right? She like, her. so cool. Yeah. I know. So cool. She just got back from a hike? Yeah. she on. This would have been like two weeks ago now yeah. when this comes out. But she was like, I'm going to go on a hike, like on a Monday or something. And then, or on Sunday. She's like, I'm going to go on a hike this week. And I was like, okay, when are you leaving? She's like, tomorrow. I was like, we have very different anxiety levels. And then completely <laughs> off the grid. Yeah. Like, I, she was supposed to be gone five days, but something, the trail wasn't as maintained maintained as she thought so she had to like backtrack 
Um, so she ended up coming back early, but yeah, so she, she like, back loves now? that. Yeah, she got back yesterday. Okay. With, yeah, the time machine's throwing me off. But yeah, she's pretty, she's really pretty cool. She's super cool. She's very, very cool. Yeah, kind of like her. Kind of like her. She's kind of, she's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I'd like her more if she came on the podcast. I think you have to ask her. Let's ask the guests. Let's ask the you listeners. You know what I'm going to do? Shall we get Jeanette? I'm going to send her a care package. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, sorry about Ash's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It was a great time. Yeah. It so was a great fun. Time. We talked forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a, we got to tour his studio, yeah. which was so cool. It is really, really freaking cool. Yeah. The What they're doing there is really cool. I don't even know how to explain the vibe in there. It's the, just such a good vibe. Yeah. You walk in, it's like, yeah, okay, I see it. You're getting stuff done here, and I like it. Mm-hmm. And he also has a podcast. I don't even amplified. know if he said... Oh, there we go. Um, amplify, Amplified. I don't know. We'll, we'll link, link in the it. show notes. And yeah, I think he's doing also doing a good job of like mm-hmm. supporting other local businesses and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you've seen any of like the really fantastic photography or video work, mm-hmm. chances are it's come from Ash. Yeah. I think too, um, a bunch of the most recent interviews, everyone has a nonlinear path and mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying getting to hear people's mm-hmm. because I get the, into this mindset of I'm stuck in this, this path or like, you know what but I mean? But you're doing good. But yeah. You just have to. You're doing good shit. Keep going. Killing it. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Your support means a lot. Your support means mm-hmm. a lot. We're cute. Look at us. Are we dating? Um, <laughs> everyone's going to think that by the, by the no, end. No, I just want to date Jeanette. I know. Everyone does. <laughs> She's so cool. Locked her down. So, yeah, you're off. I'm probably bored at work right now or busy at work. I don't know. Who knows what I'll be next week? Who knows? When this comes out. No, <laughs> I'm, taking, I'm taking two weeks off. I'm just kidding. In September or early October and you told me never do that again. So I'm already breaking some rules. But I'm just, I was just fucking with you. I know. But okay. it is a long time apart. Oh, I do have a request for you, though, when you're in France. Oh, okay. You need to send Emily a postcard. Okay. Because she asked John to do it, and he didn't. That sounds right. I'll send you both <laughs> postcards. Thank you. Um, I don't really have anything else. I'm Like, if something comes up between recording this and it coming out, I'll just add to the end. Um, I think it's going to be fine. Yeah. Unless have... something, like, really catastrophic happens. Yeah, I can't think of but, anything. But, like, even then. I we didn't it... really talk about a lot in our intro extras. Because we don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. I can't tell the future. Um, but so I hope. Thanks for listening to us. Yeah, shoot I hope the shit. We'll have like a great. I don't even know what weekend this will be. But oh my god, it's already like two o'clock. I know. Okay. Bye. Cool, cool, cool. Bye. The Babies of Queenie podcast is recorded and produced at Starboard Communications, home of 95.5 Hits FM, Cool 100, and Inquinty.ca.